Welcome to the Job Forum. Job Forum. My name is Mana Azizoltani, and I am a PhD student at the Hera College of Hospitality here at UNLV. On this show, we discuss the journey through college and into the workforce with recent graduates of different disciplines. Welcome to the Job Forum. All right, let's get this party started. So in today's episode, I'm happy to have one of my personal best friends, Josh Kelly, who's here to talk about his experience working in engineering. Do you want to give an introduction? Uh, hi, everyone. Um, my name is Josh Kelly, and I studied mechanical engineering at the University of Nevada, Reno, and graduated in December of 2021. I am a plant engineer for Envy Energy. I work at Silverhawk Power Plant, uh, basically manage and fix all problems or come up with solutions for all problems that may occur in the plant. So for those that don't know, Josh actually works in the middle of nowhere, um, in the middle of the desert. So um, Josh, how exactly did you land this job? Do you want to go talk about that first? Yeah, so I had an internship there in 2019 uh, in the summer. So the engineer that I was actually interning under in 2019 was moving up to a supervisor position this year. So he gave me a call after I graduated and told me to apply. So that's how I ended up there. So he wanted you on his team, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, except he left the power plant. So he works <laughs> at a different power plant, so it's all right, though. <laughs> so how did you convince him that you that he wanted you on his team? Um, it's really important after school to maintain contact with people. So during that internship, although it was only three months, uh, you know, during holidays or during other events in the year or during significant events during college, I would message him and tell him what was going on. Did you send so, him a Christmas card? I did not send him a Christmas card. Should have. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that was really important. So it allowed for an easier transition into that job. Great. Yeah. So let's back up to University of Nevada, Reno. Yep. I mean, you ditched me. You went to college in Reno. I did. <laughs> um, I was very sad about it. But so I want to ask you, like, can you talk about your journey through college? Yeah, um, it was a, I had a great time in Reno, so I'm from down here, so that was my first time being up there ever, and it took me four and a half years because of a few classes that gave me a little bit of difficulty, but otherwise, it was a, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We, like, just building with my friends, you know, like, we, or I, I met a lot of people up there, so we were able to learn how to study together and learn how to just be on our own together. So it was a whole, you know, that side of the experience. But then engineering-wise was a lot oh, of... It was engineering, let's be honest. Yeah, it was, uh, it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the classes that gave us hard times was when we really sat down and, like, had to grind together. It was a lot of late nights, a lot of studying and figuring that out. Definitely a lot of collaboration. Yeah. Do you think that, like, I know a lot of my friends that are engineers are... Tell me that everything they learned in school they don't actually use in the real world. Is, is that kind of true? So for I, I've actually had two jobs since I got out of school. Okay. I, I worked for Intact, which was an environmental reme remediation company. Uh, what, like a glorified janitor or something? Uh, they basically clean up uh, dirt in mines and remediate land so the animals can move back in. Okay, okay. Pardon my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it right. But so... I worked there for a month. Uh, I had interviewed for both jobs at the same time and then got an offer from MV Energy a month later. So it kind of worked out in a way of my favor, but 
not so much the first company. <laughs> but Unlucky. at that at that first company, it was really not a lot of use of my degree. Although you know, it was engineering, but I was doing more uh, like it was field engineering. So I was doing surveying and going out and looking at the land and kind of figuring that out and then uh, ordering equipment to work on different projects and everything. So that's not really a lot of things you learn in school, although you do have the, uh, the communication side of things. So I do use a lot of the engineering communication class, which was my probably least favorite class, but it, it came in handy for both jobs because now my job that I have currently, I write a lot of work scopes. I write a lot of, uh, I just do a lot of write-ups where people have to approve my writing. So Somehow it always works out that way that like your least favorite class happens <laughs> to be the one that you always use. Right. But otherwise, math-wise, I... Yeah, I mean, the computer is it all for you. I, well, and I, I use it once in a blue moon, uh, depending on what I'm doing. Programming. I do a lot of programming. Uh, do they teach that in engineering? Yeah. Really? Oh, so they do? We oh. have uh, different programming classes, different... Uh, what yeah. language do you use? MATLAB or something like that? Yeah, we use MATLAB. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't actually use MATLAB. It's more of a... It's... Like a MATLAB derivative? I don't know. No, it's... it's Okay, it's not programming in that sense of, you know, we're writing code... It's more of uh, writing logic oh, okay, for okay. things. So, um, like automating things, basically. Right. So at the power plant, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of moving parts, lots of things that have to come on at certain times and come on at different temperatures, come on at different, um, just when they're supposed to in that process of the system. So for, we just went through a major outage, which caused lots of things to not work afterwards. <laughs> so we ended up having to, we, we had lots of little issues, lots of numbers that were off, lots of data that didn't transfer directly over to the new system. So we had to add sheets and take out sheets and add numbers and values and change logic. So, Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Understood. So what exactly is your day-to-day -day life like at the power plant? Um, for me, uh, you know, we show up, we have our morning meeting and then I can we just I just want you to say this on online. Uh, what time is your morning meeting at? <laughs> so uh, I start at 6 a.m. <laughs> and I work an hour from my house. So I leave my wake up at 445 ish, leave at five and I work from six to two thirty. Uh, typically, there are longer days than that. And that's just based off of what the need is of the plant that day. OK. Yeah. So back to your day-to-day? -day. Back to my day-to-day. -day. Uh, it really depends. Uh, some days I have lots to do, some days I don't. It, it's, some days there's lots of things breaking and some days there's not. So <laughs> so, so what are you like, the, you like to fix it, you know? Yeah, so, uh, pretty much. It's a lot of, uh, I'm, I don't fix anything, I don't touch anything. I'm not allowed to touch anything. You're not a tech, right? I mean, that's right. what... So, but if, if something breaks and nobody knows how to fix it or it's not a problem that we've had before, then it becomes a lot of research. It becomes going through manuals and reading through books and looking at data for different things, looking through uh, the trends and graphs for all the different data in that system and figuring out what went wrong, when it went wrong, um, which part of the system broke, and trying to figure out how to fix that. And then once we do figure that out, if it's something we have on hand parts-wise, then they can just go fix it. Otherwise, 
we have to figure out what parts we need to replace in order to get that done. And so... Just uh, so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. So I do a lot of that kind of stuff. Otherwise, we do a lot of capital projects, which what is... What is that? Um, they are projects that are not paid for out of the fund of the plant, but out of a fund as the company as a whole. So it's, How does that work? Um, they are... I guess it's, it's not I'm really still, relevant. I'm still right. trying to learn how it works, okay. honestly. <laughs> I'm a little new, but it's they're projects that benefit the public. Understood. So if this makes it more efficient for the public or if we can make more power so that there's less potential for a blackout or any of those kinds of things, then it becomes a capital project. Understood. Yeah. And so, like you said, like some days are busier than others. Right. What is like a, like a slam day like? A slammed day. Yeah. It d- depends on the is problem, it, really. Is it like meetings or is it like you looking at books all day or like... Wh- it It can become engineers from other plants are coming up to help with problems and we're all oh, trying wow. to work together or even from the companies who uh, made those parts and we're trying to figure out what's wrong with it. Uh, they'll all come out and we will have a day of running through all the things I was just talking about, you know, all the trends and everything. And that becomes... Some days that's easy. Sometimes it takes a month Whoa. to figure it out. So, so how important exactly is the collaboration part of things? Like, how often do you collaborate with other engineers, and like, what is that like? So, as for me being a new engineer, it's like it's really important for me to learn how to do the process correctly. So, I like to reach out to other engineers. I try not to do it too often because I don't want to be annoying. But um, it's otherwise, you are annoying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But, but, you know, at work, I try to tone it down a little bit. So I, I try to figure something out on my own for just a little bit until it becomes, you know, like once I get past this time, it's not like someone's going to be upset that I took this long to figure out this problem. Right. When I could ask somebody and it could be done in two seconds. Understood. So, uh, kind of have to balance that. Right. I mean, that's like with any new job, right? Yeah. I'm guessing. So I, I want to like kind of back up now, like back to school. Okay. So you're a student and you wanted to get a job when you graduated. So what are the things that you did that per- sort of prepared you to get the job? Or what were the things that are important to to know in school and do in school that ended up like helping you get a job? Obviously, you said internship. Right. I really think an internship is important. Um, and it's really like if you know what you want to do, if you know what company you're trying to go for, if you know the general area. That is a luxury, f- my friend. Field that you're trying to work in. You know, if you want to work on cars, if you want to work yeah. with a certain kind of mechanism, you know, batteries, that kind of stuff, you should look for internships in that field because an internship goes a long way. It's all networking. So um, on top of that, on top of the networking, you get like the actual real life every day of what it is to be an engineer, you know? Yeah. And there, I, I was lucky with my internship because I was actually just given projects to work on. Oh, that's so, awesome. Uh, is that not how they usually treat interns? It's, you know, Give, yeah. It could you could be a paper pusher. You could be someone who just watches over. You you could have nothing just to be do. Just shadowing, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I was working on my own projects all summer, you know, not being watched over by anybody. So I that's got to really do cool. my job before I was in my job. But some people aren't all that lucky. But you do get to, regardless of what you're doing for your in- internship, you do get to experience, you know, what that place is like, what it's like to be in that place, and 
uh, be around those people, be in that just in that zone of what you would be doing. Right. So. And so on top of internships, what else do you think? Um, or maybe how, how did how do you find an internship as an engineering student? Do you just apply to everything on link? Do the, do engi- does engineering use LinkedIn? Yeah, um, do. I mean you can find them find them online. Um, I found mine. It was one of my dad's friends worked for MV Energy, and he said that they were opening up. So Beautiful. yeah, it's that. It, it goes back to just knowing people, and you know, if if people think you're worthy of a job, then they'll recommend you for something. So. Even then, even with the internships, if you have family friends or you've made friends in college, you've met people in different companies. You can just go talk to them, and that that was a lot of help. Yeah, I I actually just recently saw a statistic on I think it was on LinkedIn that I saw it, where they're saying that companies aren't so concerned about grades anymore. Like less companies are concerned about your GPA when you get a job. How important is doing well in your classes in engineering versus like getting practical knowledge and you know that kind of stuff? Obviously, I don't want to say do bad in your classes, but right. So in engineering, it's 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 kind of a rite of passage. It, so like to get internships, a lot of them you need a 3.0. To get your first job, a lot of it you need a 3.0. But once you're past your first job, or if you had an internship and they have that requirement, but you did such a good job, they might overlook that. So it's hard to say that you know they're overlooking GPAs because most of them aren't. But there are ways around that. Right. So establishing tenure with companies, establishing tenure with you know someone that you know in the industry, right. something like that would probably help you a lot. Exactly. So Josh, what in school did you learn? that helped you starting out in your job and like what are some kind of the advice you could give to students that want to start a job in engineering they're maybe they're maybe already through the process of getting a job they got an internship like what are the things that on the first day they can go in and say like i know how to do this so in engineering there's a lot of like it's it's all about the grades they want you to get good grades they you know they want you to do better than this that's so odd to me because i feel like you learn all this nitty-gritty math, you learn all this physics and stuff, and you don't actually use it in the workforce. You know, some places you would. Just, okay. just because I don't doesn't right, mean, right. you know, that you, I, I have five of my friends who went to school, and we all have jobs in mechanical engineering, and none of us have the exact same day. None of us remotely do the same thing. You know, we, we might do some kind of writing or some kind of designing, maybe a little bit, but we're all very different. So to say that you you want to focus on one thing that is like independent right. to each person because you kind of everybody finds what they like in school everybody finds what they're passionate about what they want to go into so in college i wish i would have try or i wish i would have learned more and retain like spent more time retaining information and actually trying to learn a subject than to just try and get the grade I completely, completely understand that. That resonates with me a lot. Yeah, because uh, I feel like I spent most of my time just trying to get the grades, because you know things were hard, but there was no like leeway of, you know, hey, hey, it's okay. You know, there's 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 no slap on the wrist. Right, right. <laughs> so I, something else that I want to bring up that this is something you mentioned like off air that we were talking about on a separate conversation mm-hmm. and you were telling me that you know you would have liked to have someone you could ask questions to like when you're in college like how how 
important do you think or how influential would it have been to have someone that's like a mentor figure while you're going through college and even now? Do you have one mentor? I don't entirely have a mentor. You know, I have, I, I know engineers. I know, you know, the engineer that was, that I replaced, but I don't exactly spend any time with them. So it's, to, to have a mentor, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But it's definitely not all that, like, it's not cut out, like, it's, it's not a clean cut of, you know, having a mentor makes things better. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, because if I did have a mentor in the in a field that I wanted to go into and I knew where I wanted to be and they could tell me what they did, then maybe I would have only focused on learning those certain things. Maybe I would have done worse in other things. So I don't know that that would have been and not only the that, greatest but thing for me. You you weren't necessarily like, you didn't know what you wanted to do, right? Like right. You, so how did you manage like, figuring it out <laughs> I honestly still haven't <laughs> okay cool well, I'm on the same page dude. I mean. <laughs> yeah I'm just working and I enjoy my job it's right. uh, it's lots to learn there's too many things to learn all day by day you know yeah but yeah you know, who knows where I'll be well at least you're you know making money while you're figuring it out I'm like losing money hey. while I'm figuring it out <laughs> <laughs> at least you're having fun <laughs> yeah I guess you're doing this right you know? yeah right you know yeah you get paid, Mon? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for the record, I get paid zero dollars for this, you know. Um, but so I also want to ask you, like, I know you tinker, dude. You tinker all the time. You're always like, yeah. I called Josh and on the weekend and he's like, hey, bro, I'm like in the middle of fixing the engine of my boat. Um, can I call you back? I'm like, all right, all right dude. So how important is it as an engineer to tinker? Like, did, do you think that helped you at all as like a... I think it gives me a different perspective at looking at things. Um, especially in my job, actually, because I, I work on cars, I work on boats. You, know, you work the on normal engineering. For the record, things. Josh works on everything. Like, <laughs> if I need anything done in my house, I will call Josh. He'll be there in like a couple hours, and he'll just slap stuff together and be like, "Okay, I'm done." I'll just give him a beer, and that's it. And <laughs> <laughs> we move on with it. No, but so I, I work on combustion engines. You know, it's a that's what's in a car and a turbine at a gas power plant. It's just a combustion engine, except it spins instead of having pistons. So the whole, like the whole idea behind them both is, you know, gas and air makes an explosion and things get compressed. And so it's it's a lot of comparison. When people are explaining something to me that I don't understand, like a a system in the power plant, then it's I, I can be like, oh, that's like a that's like the spark plugs on a car. That's like the this on a car and it makes it like it then that's the click because now i have something to compare it to and it makes sense to me um but otherwise installing new things in a power plant or anywhere really is now i have the perspective of oh i did that in my house and i know that i would have like if i could have thought about this i would have done that so like we're, we're installing different roads and different systems around things and just thinking about the overall travel of how cars are going to travel around them or trucks making corners that's something that not everybody thinks about when they're just like oh i want a road that goes that way it's like okay well now you're gonna have a truck clip your pipe that goes over the road so we should probably not put it right there yeah so so how how common is that among engineers do do you notice a lot of your peers are also tinkerers yeah yeah I, i do like they're either tinkerers or they were you know really into something Oh, okay. Like, you know, they could be really into computers or really into 
gaming are really into like something that is allowing them to think a lot. Gotcha. That seems to be what engineers typically always are. You know, they're the nerds. Yeah, I was I was literally <laughs> just gonna do the whole like <coughs> nerd thing, you know. But uh, yeah, that's funny. Um, so, do you think like also, you know, I I mentioned earlier that you can't actually touch any of the things that you right. that you engine quote unquote engineer. Well, you say you just fix. Right. Um, I don't even engineer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, does you tinkering all the time at home help you in any way of like understanding and working with other people? Yeah. Uh, it definitely helps me work with other people, especially when you're putting something somewhere. Because I know working on a car, is, they'll put s- something stupid in the way. Now you can't get a wrench there. So, you know, when you're actually designing something, it helps to have the knowledge of how a tool works, have the knowledge of how this thing works. So that now when your techs have to go work on that thing, you they're not going to be upset doing. with you for putting this thing in the way. Right. <laughs> Do you work a lot with the techs? Do you work... so? Is your job a lot of like collaboration outside of with other engineers? Like I know you mentioned that you talk to other enge- and the engineers and working through problems and that kind of stuff. Right. But do you actually work with others that are not necessarily engineers? Yeah. Um. Like especially when there's a problem. Yeah. You know, that they're going to be the ones fixing, or that they might have, they might not know what the problem is, but they have, they know where the problem generally is. Then you know we'll have conversation about that, or they'll sit down and we'll figure it out together. So. Or it's, if the house really is helpful. on fire, you know, you have to work with the firemen. Yeah, you know? yeah the whole plant blows up. Same, same thing. Yeah, same difference. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I also want to ask you, like, you know, what are the, some of the hard skills that you need as an engineer to be successful? Like, what are the what are the hard skills that you use on a day to day basis? For me, I like Excel programming. Yeah, programming. Do you logic. do you do Excel macros? I do. Oh, you do. Uh, yeah, we use I use Excel and it. Uh, I use Pi, which is a our data like our data logger. Right. So I will bring data from Pi over to Excel and make graphs and trends and everything. Uh, so it it for my job specifically is a lot of knowing how to use a computer, a lot of knowing your way around the different systems that you do use in school. They do teach you a lot of it. Do they really? Yeah, we use we use Excel all the time. Oh, yeah, I mean we Excel, use, everyone. Yeah, but. We used Excel all the time. We used, we had whole classes on how to do logic, on how to do coding, on all of those things that you, at the time, might not think are important or... Or like cry through. Yeah. And then you get a job and it's all of that. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I wish I would have paid more attention to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely is those kinds of things. I'm just on a computer most of my day. So writing skills are very important for me. Uh, and then Excel. Writing skills in Excel. Two How do important. you, what, what do you mean writing skills? Like, do you write up reports? Do you write emails? What, what, uh, what are we talking about? Emails for sure. You know, you're sending them to vendors, sending them to different people who you're getting so professionalism parts for from. Sure. Yeah. Um, some of them aren't very professional and you're very friendly and you can have regular conversations with them. Some of them you're, you've never met. So it's important to know who you're talking to and how to yeah. talk to it. Um, but otherwise, like, you asked about soft skills. Right. So soft skills are just knowing, having a general idea of how things work. You know, those aren't, you spend your day looking at things. You know, if if you're not doing something, you can go out and look at what your specific company does and just understand what it even looks like. Because for me, you know, there's a lot to learn about a power plant. 
So just having an understanding of, okay, this is how I'm going to look at a drawing, and that's what I'm going to go out and look at that in the field. I'm going to figure out, oh, that's where this thing is. That's how it works. That's the way it's flowing. So like on top of that would be communication skills to talk to people at the plant. So like understand the nitty-gritty system and then also like be able to convey that to someone else that right. doesn't necessarily know. Well, or they might know and you might have a question for them. They, they might be the expert and they'll come out and do a walk down with you and they'll come out and explain something to you. So it could go either way of needing to explain something to somebody or getting explained to and retaining that information. That's interesting because when I think of your engineering job, I think of you at a computer all day, like, or, you know, looking at like books and numbers and systems or whatever all day and like not really talking right. to people. So it kind of like, I'm a little bit dumb, not dumbfounded, but I'm just like Don't get me surprised. Wrong. I spend most days not talking to people. Okay. Well, but <laughs> I'm glad I'm not that far off. Most you know? days there's, there's lots of books and lots of, you know, tabs open yeah. on different PDFs and trying to figure things out. But yeah, it is a lot of communication. That's okay. probably the most important thing because, you know, everybody's heard the joke of like, you know, uh, what engineer designed this? Because they don't leave the desk, they don't leave the books. So it's, I find it really important to go out and look at what I'm designing. And, you know, regardless of whether someone thinks I need to or not. Yeah. Plus, I couldn't even imagine you in a chair all day. I mean, you'd go crazy. Oh, I do. I, I would imagine, like, he's, <laughs> Josh gets to the point where, like, he's sitting in, the, sitting in the chair and he'll just start spinning in circles in his chair because he doesn't know what to do himself. Don't call me out like that. <laughs> um, you did mention like sa- talking about uh, writing and stuff. So I wanted to know like, is your writing very factual? Is it very sort of logical, ex- um, explicative, descriptive, or is it more like persuasive and um, rhetoric? Really, you're never, you're not really ever trying to persuade somebody. Okay. You know, like, so there's no, there's not really a persuasive, persuasive writing. It's really descriptive because most of the time you're defining a problem right. or you're trying to get an exact part that we don't know about yet. So the more descriptive you can be in that, the more uh, professional and in-depth detail you can give. So I imagine, like like, I, like you just said, like attention to detail is yeah. critical. Right. So I, and you were asking about writing. It's like I, do, I write a lot of work scopes or... Um, Can you explain what a workscope is for those that don't know? Um, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> for those who me. <laughs> but uh, it's, it would be, uh, it depends at what point in the process you are mm-hmm. because you might be trying to sell what the idea is to the company first before it's even uh, being given to like contractors to build. So at that point you're writing okay, I need these things because of this reason and I want, and this is the reason why, these are the benefits, these are the alternatives. Right. And that way the company and people who are going to be spending money on that can actually see, oh, this would benefit them and it would be cost effective to us in five years. Gotcha. So there's all of those details that go into that. But then on the other side, uh, once a project is approved, then you have a work scope that goes to contractors, and that's defining exactly the work that they need to do, exactly where they're going to be putting things, exactly the date, exactly the... A very factual, everything. very specific, very detailed-oriented yeah, oriented you, writing. You need to write that in a way that there's no loopholes around. It's clear, yeah. Well, it has to be very clear. And solid, you could and say. Solid. Yeah, okay, yeah. understood. So, Josh, in the interest of time, um, 
here we're running out of time. I want to give you an opportunity to give any last advice to students out there, to, I don't know, your fellow rookie engineers or whatever. Well, engineering's rough. <laughs> We've all made it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you made it through college. That's a pretty big achievement, uh, I guess, right? Yeah, it was, I'd say so. My parents think so. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, you know, pay attention in school and try to learn as much as you can. Grades are important, but they're not what make you the best. The the actual knowledge behind it is. So, and then on top of that would be just networking. Those are the two biggest things I have for them. All right. Well, Josh, thank you so much for your time for coming out here. I'm so glad I got to sit in here with you and chat with you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, any 30 minutes I get with Josh is like just (laughs) the the greatest conversation in my life. So anyway... All right, that's it for the episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Job Forum. If you want any more details or have any questions, visit my website at manaaziz.com. M-A-N-A-A-Z-I-Z.com. Welcome to The Job Forum.